0: You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast, episode 500. Damn. In some ways, it, it feels like I started this podcast yesterday. It really does. It feels like I just started this thing. But also at the same time, it does feel like I have been talking into a mic for probably about 500 episodes. But <laughs> six years I've been doing this podcast. I know that this episode doesn't have a title other than the fact that it is the 500th episode. I didn't have anything very specific planned for it. Maybe I'll do something crazy at the thousandth episode. Not sure what that looks like. But I thought I would take a moment here on this 500th episode. To just say thanks to everyone who has supported the podcast. Every time you download the podcast, listen to the podcast, leave a review for the podcast, send a link over to your friends or family of an episode, talk about it with people. All those things are awesome. And I think anyone who has ever done anything like that, well, of course, you're doing that right now. If you're listening, you definitely have downloaded it. And of course, if you've taken that extra step to share it with other people, then thank you. I know that there's guys who I talk to on the phone quite a bit who are applying for coaching. And a lot of them do come from the podcast and they say to me, Yeah, like I I listened to it with my friends. I've had guys who say that they binge listen to episodes on long drives that they've had to take, where they listen to, you know, however many episodes, five to ten episodes at a time. I even have guys sometimes who tell me that they've been listening since the very beginning, back when I put my first episode out in late 2014. So it's just been incredible. It really has, and it's funny too. I get on the phone with some guys. You know, I do this a couple times a week. Guys who want coaching and they hear about it through the podcast, and they go, they say the same thing. I've heard this many times. They go, "Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity," and that's so interesting to me because. I just don't see it that way and I don't I don't view myself as anything close to a celebrity. I don't look at myself as someone who is as famous in any sense which I don't think I am. And I I just find it interesting that to hear that because I I'm just a a guy who started a podcast. I'm like you, a guy who just had some issues with dating, figured them out, but then got so passionate about it that I decided to Start a podcast. Of course, the podcast wasn't just something that I started out of nowhere. The podcast was had a very specific purpose, right? It was something that I'm using as a tool to help as many guys as I can, but then, of course, promote the business. And of course, that shouldn't be any sort of secret. I talk about my programs and my coaching program quite a bit on the episodes because it is uh, is what I do for a living, right? This is what I do. And I love that I get to do this. I love that I get to sit here and talk into a microphone about the thing that makes me enjoy life the most. Talking about my favorite topics and helping guys and hearing from you and hearing from people who leave reviews or email me or DM me on Instagram, whatever it may be. It's very rewarding. But anyway, it's just interesting that people would say that to me like, wow, I've been listening to you for a long time. But I get it. There's other podcasts, YouTube channels of people that I listen to all the time that if I got on the phone with them, I'd be like, whoa, this is weird. I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity because I watch your stuff, but I listen to your stuff, whatever it may be. But I guess the point in me saying this is that I really am a guy just like you, except I guess I just had a little bit more of an obsession. An obsession with not only solving this for myself, but helping guys. And the joy I get from helping another guy who's listened to a podcast episode, where I get DMs of guys telling me like, this episode was great and this helped me here. It's an amazing joy. A joy that I love so much that I want to continue to do it. And that's why this has turned into a business, right? If it wasn't a business, it would be hard to continue to do this. I wouldn't be able to put out three episodes a week and three episodes on my YouTube channel. And do all this stuff, it just wouldn't be possible. So It's awesome. I'm grateful. I guess that's the big point here is the gratitude is just bursting from anyone who has ever worked with me, purchased a program, who's ever downloaded an episode and, and of course, like I said, done all the other stuff, share it with your friends and all that. It's great. It is in some ways, I feel like a way of life in terms of how to view yourself as an attractive man how to view the world of dating, how to view the world of attraction and what women are thinking and feeling and what you what you want and what you're thinking and feeling. All this stuff is wrapped up into this bubble, this world that I feel like I'm trying to create and package it into a message and then ship it out to all of you via the medium of podcasting and YouTube and everything else and trying to change The world in terms of, and I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal here, don't get me wrong, but I do feel like if I can get to as many guys as possible and change things brick by brick, then hopefully get to the point where I'm making a bigger impact in the world. That's just what I want. It's what I desire. I desire to make the biggest impact possible. and That's why I hustle to do as many episodes as I do and to get to 500. So this is just amazing. I I never thought I would get to this uh, place where I would have this many episodes. I never thought I'd be able to get to a point where I can completely support myself through the world of dating advice. I am so blessed that I get to do that. I hope that this inspires you in any way. If there's anything that you're trying to do with your life, your career. If you're trying to send a message out to other people, if you're trying to be maybe a coach or anyone who's trying to make big changes. And hey, even if you're someone who's working for a company as an accountant or a manager that's trying to do that, then you're doing it too. You know, I hope it inspires anyone to know that if you really want something, you can get it. Sounds cliche, but I started off back in 2011. So what's interesting is this 500th episode is actually coming out right at the 10-year TripAdvice anniversary mark. So it's kind of like two whammies right now is that I've been doing this for 10 years, produced 500 podcast episodes. And it all started with just me trying to figure out what is the best way that I can help other guys. Because I felt that at the time when I started this back in 2011, and I put up my website in March 2011, I was just trying to figure out what's the best way to help men. I feel like I had the answer inside of me. I didn't have all the answers quite yet. I just started coaching, but I feel like it was inside of me. Like I had answers to give. I feel like I got to a point where I was very happy with some of the, not some of the, really all the progress I made in dating and relationships. I was happy that I was able to transform, not even happy. Happy is like an understatement. I was. Shocked that I was able to do it. I was ecstatic that it happened because it's something I've always wanted to be good with women. And then not knowing this at the time, but also build confidence, build self esteem. And there's something inside of me always, by the way, this is almost any piece of advice, like even with career advice or coaching advice or anything that I learned that has changed and helped me. And I know there's a lot of people out there like me. Who have the same thing? Like, oh, they have these answers. It's like, I just want to spread it out to the world. Like, I want to give everyone the answers. Like, here it is. Here's what you do. Here's what you can do to change this, to change this, to make changes here. Over the years, I've learned so much about building a business. I've learned about productivity. I've learned about investing. I know a good amount about health and fitness, but I still consider myself a very beginner there, but it's something that I've have dived into. But anyway, the point is, is, I feel like I've learned all this stuff. Once I learned stuff, I just want to get it out there. But nothing is, to me, holds a stronger passion than dating and relationships and men feeling worthy of women and men feeling that they have a shot with women, even though they don't feel like they do. They feel like they're low value. They feel like they're losers. They have low self-esteem. Maybe I'm speaking to you right now, someone who's feeling that way. But I'm trying to send the message to you and every other guy out there that you can make these changes. I think it just comes down to how bad do you really want it? Like Really, how bad do you want it? It's funny. I remember putting out some old videos back in 2012. And the title of it was like a little series I did, like two to three videos. The title was How to Get Out of Your Comfort Zone. And my biggest message, which is just funny, it's the way it sounds, but the biggest message was you gotta want it. I remember I was shooting this video and I was with a buddy of mine, and the whole time he was just like, "You gotta want it." He was like, kind of teasing me. He's like, "You just, just gotta want it. You gotta want it." And I'm just like, "Listen, man, it's true. It comes down to that. If you want to make changes, are you going to go through the tough times?" the rejections are you going to go through you know having your self esteem knocked down but then built back up anything you're doing in life it's it's all this and when it comes to big changes it's all the same path it's like the same thing with like working out right i've had a relationship with working out for a long time on and off on and off on and off and then some you know i might i might say to myself sometimes maybe i just don't want it that bad because there's sometimes times where I might skip a workout or I might even be happy to skip a workout because you know what? I just want to chill today. What's funny too is when I end up getting past that sometimes and I feel like, okay, I just need to go to the gym even though I don't feel like going. And then I finally go to the gym. I'm happy that I did it. But you're just training yourself over and over and over to fix the mindset of like, no, if I really want this change and I really want it, I'm going to do the hard thing. In terms of dating and relationships, you know, doing the hard thing, going out, doing approaches, taking a chance on putting yourself out there. Or maybe it's investing in yourself and doing coaching, getting a program, whatever it may be. Maybe it's even listening to these episodes and taking notes. I feel like a lot of guys don't do that enough. You gotta take notes, something so important because it reinforces the ideas. Otherwise, you could listen to a full podcast and Within 20 minutes, you're just like, I don't even know what I just listened to. It's all gone. And within a day, it's definitely all gone. Maybe you remember one little thing. And I get it. It's a form of entertainment. Dating advice is a form of entertainment in many ways, especially the fact that I do have various guests on. So it is entertaining. But if you really want to make the changes, you got to reinforce the ideas, write it down. But to get back to my whole point here about, Making changes and wanting it is that's what it takes. How bad do you want it? And if the answer is, trip, I want this badly. I really want to make changes. I want to get the girls that I want. I want to stop putting women on a pedestal. I want to become more confident, I want to be more social. I want to be able to have the dating life I deserve. I want to be able to have choice in my dating life. Can I choose the women that I want instead of having the women choose me? Can I get the girlfriend that I want? Maybe the girlfriend that turns heads, even though that's a little bit of an ego boost, but still, if it's all those things that you're looking for and you really want it that bad, then you'll take the step. And the interesting thing is this with most stuff, it's all mental, right? It's like nothing is really that hard. And I know you're probably like laughing and be like, trip. No, you got to understand talking to a girl in a loud club, talking to a girl. At the grocery store. That's hard. It's not hard. The act of it is not hard. I'm not asking you to beat somebody in chess. That might actually be hard. It's not hard to do it. It's just the fact that you're having the challenge of getting over the fear, getting over the fact that you might get emotionally hurt or deal with emotions that we don't like. Anxiety, embarrassment, all that stuff. But if you want it, you go through it. I remember a time when I would go out and I would force people to take me out. I would make it inevitable. I would force myself, meaning I would call up a guy who was also trying to learn how to meet women. And I'd say, hey, let's go out tonight. Even though I didn't even want to say it because I knew that if I said that, it would make it a for sure thing and we'd go out and it'd be really hard but i would do that over and over and over because i just wanted to do it but then what happens is it's not hard forever it starts to become fun i'm actually working with a client right now and he's got he had really bad approach anxiety when we started he was not able to approach women and it was really tough for him and now we're at this point where he's like okay give me harder challenges like give me something i can do that's really hard meaning in terms of like approaching and I was like, all right, yeah, that's fine. Now he, he's enjoying it. He's enjoying the challenge of it. He's no longer thinking of it, of this game of I can't get rejected, but more so can I do this approach? And it really changes things when you start to gamify it. That is one area that I try to help guys with is try to gamifying it. That was what helped me. And it makes it more fun. So it turns it from This is hard. This is hard. This is hard too. This is fun. It's like, why do we play games? If games were easy, you wouldn't play them. They're fun because they're hard, because the challenge of doing it and accomplishing something, succeeding in something, that's what makes it fun. So I ask you, if you really want it or if you're like, I want it, but I don't know how to do it, gamify the whole process. Make it so it's a game. I remember... I had this journal. It was I called it my approach journal. This little black book, and when I say little, I mean little. I mean it was about I don't know three inches by three inches, so really small, fit fit in my pocket, smaller than a phone, and it was my approach journal. And I would write down every night. This is back in like 2008. I would write down every night how many approaches I was doing. I'd write down what. I needed to learn what I needed to do better. I was completely broke at the time, so I kind of wanted to do this as cheap as possible because I was in my early twenties, practically on minimum wage, and I would just note everything in this journal, what time I went out what what I spent, where I went, who I was with, how many approaches I did, what I accomplished, what I learned I mean, now I'm bragging. okay? Th- that comes from a person who really wanted it. So That's how bad I really wanted it. It wasn't just listening and watching stuff. Interesting part, and I'm just a different kind of person. It's funny enough, I'll, I'll, admit you, I'll admit something to you right now. I've done 500 episodes of a podcast. You might think I'm a, probably a person who listens to a lot of podcasts. I don't. Of course, I've listened to a lot of podcasts over my whole life. Tons. But I'm not an avid podcast listener. I'm just not. I feel like I spend most of my time creating than consuming. And this was the same thing too back when I was trying to learn this stuff. I remember I would try to consume I would whatever was available. There was all kinds of pickup material available like PUA stuff and mystery method, lots of stuff. And I consumed a lot of it, but I didn't enjoy the process of consuming. I do now. At that point, I just didn't. And I think the reason why was because I felt like it was just a bunch of information in my head that made things more confusing. So what I did to make changes in my life and and dating is I got this journal and decided I'm just gonna go out. At least I can just at least go out and start talking to people. And then what was cool was I'd go out, do approaches. It was scary, it was hard, but I would accomplish it little by little. And then what ended up happening was. I was able to go back to the information that I was reading, and it had a whole new effect on me. I was just actually telling the same thing to a client that I'm, I'm working with now. I said to him, I said, you know, now that you're going out and doing approaches, how much better is it to go through the coaching material? Because I have all these video coaching courses that you get with coaching. So I have guys who watch that. And then so they watch stuff first, then I give them assignments to go out and do approaches. And then they come back and I have them watch other specific videos in the members area that they get access to based on whatever their issues are. And it's like a whole new way of looking at it. right? So for example, my client said, okay, I've been doing all these approaches, but how do I keep the conversation going? And how do I add flirting into the mix? I said, okay, I want you to rewatch one of the modules on flirting that I have. And I said to him, I said, this is going to be a way... Different situation now that you're going to be watching this, having the references to where it can actually be used, right? So, so for example, for you, if you're listening to all these podcasts, but you haven't done anything with them yet, it's good, but it's only step one. Step two is getting yourself out there and doing what you need to do, talking to women, going on dates, using the online dating stuff, right? All that. And then all of a sudden you listen to these podcasts and they're Bringing triple the value to you because you understand even more where to use a tip and where to use, you know, whatever it is that you're learning. So, back when I was doing this stuff, it didn't help me too much when I was just learning, 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 reading stuff, watching videos, and not doing a single thing. So, I urge you to don't listen to this as pure entertainment. Do something with it. I'm pretty sure one of the common themes throughout the six years I've been podcasting is that I'm always telling you guys to do something with the material. To go out there and use this. Make it useful. Don't just sit back and listen. Don't fantasize. Trust me, I used to do that too. Like I said, I would. Read a bunch of stuff, watch stuff, and it'd be like a fantasy, right? Entertainment of, oh, wow, yeah, it'd be cool to use this one day. Wow, yeah, yeah, it's possible. It's kind of like the idea of someone buying a book and thinking, oh man, it feels so good about this book. One day I'll read it because I know I'll make the change, but then they don't read to make the change, right? It's kind of that same idea. He's like, and then that next step, right? You listen to stuff, you read stuff, and then it's like fun, but it's more fun if you're using it. It's more fun if you're seeing the changes within it, if you're active in it. Don't be what they call them back in the day, keyboard jockeys, people who would go on forums and chat, chat, chat all day, but not actually take any action and think they know everything because they know the theory and yada, yada, but don't actually do anything with it. So I ask you 500 episodes in, if you haven't taken any action, you've listened to a lot of episodes, but you haven't done anything with it, you're wasting your time. You're totally wasting your time. And I don't want that. So, again, common theme throughout all of this that it's fun to recall back to on this 500th episode is that you got to take action, man. And the guys who really want it, when I say want it, want what? Want change, want results, want an awesome dating life. Those guys who want it will take the action. They will do something with this material. And that's what I want from you. Don't want you to just sit back. Don't want this to be casual. I'll tell you real quick, and I know I've mentioned this a few times before in the podcast, but why not tell the story once again of of really how the podcast started and how it came about? So the start of this podcast was in the fall to early winter of 2014. And I actually I have a business partner. So a guy who partnered up with me in 2014 to help me build this business. And at that point, I was on YouTube for about, what was that, 2011 to 12, but two years I was doing YouTube and building a big following there. And, and my business partner, he said to me, he said, hey, man, let's, let's do a podcast now. looks like we got things rocking and rolling with the YouTube channel. Why don't we start a podcast? And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I was pumped because I got my start in podcasting. Podcasting is the thing that I hold dear to my heart because it was the thing that got me into coaching in the first place. I had a podcast in 2009 called Dudes Talking About Chicks, which is no longer available with an old friend of mine, Kyle Sherman. And we did that podcast for fun. I was just a guy, right? Like I said, who was learning how to meet women and date. And then all of a sudden, my buddy said, "Hey, why don't we start a podcast for fun and talk about it and give dating advice, you can talk about what you're learning." So, we started to do that, and the podcast took off. And I remember I was so nervous doing it. We only did about 40 episodes, which was quite a bit. But I remember in the first like 10 episodes, I was so nervous talking into a mic because we would do it live, which was funny. We would do it live and we were just starting. There was no audience, but we did it live. And we started to build a following and I remember it was just, it was, I was nervous because you do something for the first time, you're nervous. Now, 500 episodes in, give me a mic and I'll talk anywhere, whenever you want. But I remember being really nervous, but I loved it. I loved giving the advice. I love podcasting. It was also so much fun to me. But so, okay, so I don't want to get too ahead of myself. So we started the podcast and Trip Advice is what came out of that. So Trip Advice was born after this first podcast in 2009. I decided, wow, I really love giving this advice. I love giving dating advice. And I thought I was pretty good at it. I thought I had some really good stuff to share with guys based on what I was going through. And so I started to create this desire for helping guys, for helping guys, feeling like, yeah, I had some really good stuff to say. And it built some confidence because guys would actually start to write in and email and say, hey, this worked. This is awesome. So it was this nice upward spiral of, okay, cool, confidence here. It's working, it's working. Just enjoying the process. And then that's when, about 20 episodes in, I decided to create Trip Advice. And I remember announcing it on the podcast. Okay, Trip is now offering coaching. He's helping guys, he's taking guys out, he's doing phone calls with guys. So I announced it then, but then got way more serious in 2011 when I decided to put on my first website. But right around this time, that podcast ended because my partner, Kyle, He moved to Colorado, so we had to end the podcast, which was fine. At the end of the day, I I, know it wasn't going to be the end of TripAdvice. I knew this was just the beginning. So he moved away. I stopped podcasting at that point. I think it was kind of hard to buy a, a good mic that was affordable and set up a whole thing. It just it wasn't that easy to do it. So I decided I'm just going to start with a YouTube channel to help build this business and help guys and. You know, start the whole marketing process. So I started the YouTube channel and did that whole thing for a couple of years. And then fast forward to what I was talking about with my business partner, where he said, Hey, man, let's start a podcast again. So this was awesome. I was pumped to do it. And I remember we got an Airbnb in Venice. It was this garage that was turned into an Airbnb. So it was once a garage, but they made it into a pretty decent. Room that you could share, so it was like this big room, had a bathroom, everything, and we took a weekend and one of the things we wanted to accomplish that weekend was figure out what the podcast was going to be all about. So I remember sitting in these like bean bags that were in this big room, and I remember us talking I said, well, what could we call it? And then we thought, well, let's go to the YouTube channel and let's see what kind of YouTube videos are doing really well. Maybe that will give us a hint of what guys want to learn about. Cause we thought about calling it, is it gonna be called the Trip Kramer show? Is it gonna be called trip advice with Trip Kramer? But then we thought no one knows what trip advice is. It's gonna sound like it's it's vacation advice, right? Traveling advice. No one knows who trip Kramer is either. I mean, even now, if I were to put a trip Kramer podcast, people wouldn't really know. I mean, you know, you gotta be like an A-list celebrity. For people to start scrolling through and going, oh, yeah, I know that person. Not everyone knows these influencers, right? So I was like, all right, we can't call it the Trip Kramer show. Well, let's call it something that has to do with the, the material. Then we thought, what do guys want to learn about? Let's look at the YouTube channel. And at that time, I had a video out that had several hundreds of thousands of views. And the title was How to Talk to Girls. And it literally clicked. It was like, we didn't even have to think about it. Like, that's it. That's what it's called. It's called How to Talk to Girls. But then I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're not going to be literally be talking every single episode about how to talk to girls. And I thought, well, that's okay. That's fine. This is going to be a podcast that's generally going to be talking about that and, and really hitting that subject quite a bit, which I've done in the past 500 episodes, but it's okay. It's still a dating, sex, relationship podcast. But what's cool is we ended up calling it that because we wanted guys to find it. We wanted guys to go, oh, okay. This podcast is about what I'm looking for. We wanted to connect with our audience fast. And what's cool is to this day, I'll get on the phone with guys and I'll say, Hey, how'd you find the podcast? And they say, some of them, not all of them, right? Some of them will say, I literally typed in how to talk to girls in search, wherever Google and podcasting, and and I found it. And maybe you're sharing that same, that same story. So you found it because I decided to call it that because I knew that's what guys wanted to learn. That's one of the things that guys are trying to learn. So we called it the "How to Talk to Girls" podcast. So that's the story of that. I thought I'd share that with you, and and then we just got into it. I remember when we first started the podcast, and maybe you know this already because you've gone back and listened to earlier episodes. It was no interviews for a long time. It was just me because I didn't want to do too many inter- interviews. I wanted to be a little bit different. Every podcast was a lot of interviews, and I thought, well, I, I want people to get to know me, so I don't want to make make it just a solo. Uh, or a only about interviews, I wanted to do something where it was a combination of both, and of course, over the years, and depending on what I was feeling like doing, I've gone in and out right I've done a lot of solo episodes, a lot of interviews right now, in the real time of creating this episode, I'm doing quite a bit of interviews, and I think it's fun. I think it's fun to just get those out there because there's a lot of interesting people to interview i'm Proud that I've been able to interview some big people like Mark Manson, best selling author, interviewing Brittany Furlong recently, who is a big influencer and she's married to Tommy Lee, the rock star. Interviewed Dave Asprey many years ago, the founder of Bulletproof Coffee. I've interviewed James Altucher recently, who's a big podcaster, big personal development guru, and financial guru as well. So it's cool. And I'm still trying to get more people. And something I was thinking about lately, And something I'll probably be bringing up on the podcast a lot is I want to try to get Arnold Schwarzenegger on this podcast. So that's something that is going to be a new goal for these next 500 episodes. Maybe I can get Arnold Schwarzenegger on before the thousandth episode, or maybe I'll do it for the thousandth episode. Who knows? But that is my goal. Arnold Schwarzenegger has been someone who I've always looked up to. I've loved his movies. Almost all of them, maybe except for like Jingle all the way. But I've loved all of his movies. I remember when I was a kid, I'd watch Last Action Hero. like Every month, I'd watch that thing. So he was a big icon for me growing up. And just recently, I've I've been diving into his autobiography. It's like 600 pages. I'm about halfway through. And this man is amazing. He's so inspiring. And so I don't know any of you out there who might have any connections. Maybe you work in Hollywood. You want to connect me with someone who can get Arnold Schwarzenegger on this podcast, which I don't think is too far-fetched. It's a pretty popular podcast. I'd say it's probably the number one podcast for dating and relationships for men, constantly in the top 200. So maybe we can get them on. Let's do it. If you know any connections, want to help me out, you can DM me. That's the best way to get a hold of me fast. You can also email me trip at tripatripadvice.com and you can type in the, the subject line, Arlo Schwarzenegger. So reach out. I don't know. Maybe there's someone out there who. Wants to give back and help me out and get him on the podcast. That's something I'd really like to do and be the next goal of mine. Be really cool to be able to interview, and I'm sure you would like that too, right? Imagine having Arnold on here talking about just being inspired, doing things that are hard. I mean, this guy is insane at what he's accomplished over the years, and also he was quite the ladies' man back in the day. According to his autobiography, he was just always with the ladies. So I'm sure he's going to have a lot of good things to say about that too, and and talk about relationships. Anyway, that's going to be the, the next big guest that I'll be working on, of course. What else is to come here? Definitely going to have some more people on who I will interview from all different areas like I've been doing. I mean, I've mean, i had people from all walks of life the past couple months, people who are abstinent. I've had uh, a girl from OnlyFans who's a sex worker on here and everything in between doctors. It's been such an interesting past few months and even year having all these interesting people on. So we'll get some more of those people on. And of course, I'll be diving into deeper topics. And as always, I love doing the Q&A episodes. And I think that a lot of the guys appreciate them as well from what I'm hearing. So if you have a question that wants to be answered, go to your email and email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question. Ask me your question. I'll answer it here on the podcast. And we will just continue to rock and give you the best advice possible. As always, if you need help and you want coaching, you want to work with me one on one, go to coachedbytrip.com. If you just want to take it at your own pace and you want to check out my Hooked program, you can do that too. It's a video course. It teaches you everything about how to meet and attract women and all the different situations you could be in, in terms of if you want a girlfriend, if you want just a casual relationship, how to get out of the friend zone, good things like that. So Lots of opportunities for you to get better. Yeah. Just want to say thanks again. Thank you for listening. Episode 500. I know this wasn't an advice episode, but I just wanted to do something different and just sit back and talk to you about the history of the podcast and just kind of talk to you about what's going on and just show as much gratitude as possible. So Thank you for the amazing 500 episodes and I can't wait to put out 500 more. You rock. Keep on listening. More to come.